Welcome to the first episode of Uneducated Takes, where we give our unsolicited opinions on topics we are not qualified to talk about. Anyways, I'm your host, Itunu, and I'm joined today by Natalie. Hello. <laughs> Um, to give to give some background, I am black Nigerian specifically. Grew up in, I was born and have grown up in Australia. And, and Natalie, um, I'm white and Chinese, as commonly known as Asian. <laughs> or thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, let's keep let's keep going. Okay. Um. So today. We are talking about racism. Racism, racism. Uh, on that, we've, so we've, we've both had some experiences. Um, I wouldn't say they were all that great. Uh, mm-hmm. A little bit traumatised, but we're getting over it slowly and surely. So a little bit, little bit of an, um, a learning experience, to be honest. Yeah, a little bit of a learning experience. This will be, I'm excited to see what other people's, not excited, excited is the wrong word. I'm interested <laughs> to see what other people's experiences were and what we can shed light on. Nat and I often have conversations on race and everything in between <laughs> and talk about that. One of my favorite things to talk about. Um, yeah, so... We will move on to our first story. Today we're going to be using Reddit's Am I the Arsehole subreddit? Yeah. To, mm-hmm. to have some discussions. Okay, so <laughs> our first story is Am I the Arsehole for telling my friends to stop making remarks about my boyfriend? I'm 19 male, mixed white slash Dominican. And I'm white passing, and I live with my white dad. I live in Mississippi from a mostly white town, so there aren't a lot of people of color. I have a group of friends who are pretty accepting for Mississippi. My best friend, Larry, who's straight and half Colombian, but white passing. And our three friends, Benny and Carl, both gay, and Lenny, who's bi. All of them are white. Larry is the only one other than my boyfriend that knows my actual heritage, while everyone just assumes I'm white. They've made off-colour comments before, but nothing too overtly racist when we were growing up, so I usually blew it off. For the last half year, I've been dating a guy, Seb, who's black. Seb isn't the stereotypical fetishized black guy. He's not large and imposing or has have a deep masculine voice. He's pretty slim built with a soccer player's body, and while not femme, he's not super masculine either. I like him a lot, and I may have fallen in love. Over the time we've been dating, though, my friends Benny, Carl, and Lenny would sometimes make remarks about Seb's BBC or call him Mandingo, Mandingo, or tell him he looks like Will Smith. They look nothing alike. Sometimes when we're alone, they ask me what it's like to be with a black guy or say things like, why I didn't get a real black man. I usually just laugh it off and ignore them, but Larry usually tries to get them to quit and... He's the only one that Seb has made friends with because he finds the others to be uncomfortable. The other day, Larry confronted me about why I let them say things like that, and I know it's racist. I tell him I just don't want to make a big deal out of things, and he says that if I don't, I could lose Seb. 
So last night while hanging out with Lenny, Carl and Benny, I asked the guys to stop making remarks about Seb and that they were coming off as racist. They said they were just joking and accused me of being overly sensitive now that I was dating a black guy. That started a whole argument where I finally told them I'm half Dominican and then they told me of, of course I'm being, I'm being sensitive and said I was, the, I was one of them. I called Larry to pick me up and told the others they were assholes and he drove me home. We haven't talked to the others at all today. Am I the arsehole? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me just... <clears throat> this yeah, story, break it down. I'm going to make sure that I understood what was going on. Yes. The main so. dude is this 19-year-old dude. Yeah. Is half white, half Dominican. Mm-hmm. And... But he's white passing. Yes. And he's recently just got this boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And what's this boyfriend's name? Uh, his name is Seb. And he's Seb. Black. And he's black. Mm-hmm. And he's like the not too femme, not too... Yes, black. that one. That one. And then his friend is Larry. Is his friend Larry? Yes, his friend Larry. Okay. So. So people making comments about Seb mm-hmm. in front of this main dude and he's not even, he's not backing yes he wasn't until mm. just recently when Larry told him hey <laughs> come on is La- do we know Larry's race back ethnic uh Larry is white Larry is white, okay. White and bi is his description. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Oh. This is difficult. This one This one is difficult. Because... Mm. Oh, I don't know how to describe it. Like... Oh my god, this is, this is difficult. Oh my god, okay. So... I think that he was... It was kind of stupid. Like, why would he not? Why would you not? The fact that you've maybe fallen in love with? Yeah. Like, I feel like you would support them in all aspects. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like little jokes. Like, if, if, oh, like if someone made jokes at me or any of my friends or, like, my like partner, I'd be mad. I'd hands yes metaphorically <laughs> metaphorically through hands, <laughs> metaphorically yeah. you're right all right but like especially like the will smith comment like mm. it's not something you just like <laughs> that's funny no yeah like, yeah why I... are you just getting some random like famous actor and just like like stereotype like what are you doing yes what is this guy doing he's not he's not defending and this oh it's more just like, aren't you half Dominican? <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, is letting Sorry, like, is letting or not like yeah, or not just white. Mhm, mhm. But also, he I guess because he mentioned that he's white passing, he might not have experienced as much. Yeah, I like, think the whole white passing comment was to say that he like blends in, kind of yeah. with everyone else. No, that's so right. But, like, oh, you 
blend in, but like this is someone you've fallen in love with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And no, I get it. Being black, that partner, partner is black. Yeah, it's a big part of their identity. It's Huge like, part. It's like it's like the first thing you see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly this is racism. It's literally what you see. Like when you first see someone. Yes. You see that. You see something. You see like oh their skin. You color. see what they look like. What their you skin is. See what they is. look like. Yeah. yeah. And then you, you you decide to like judge or not or whatever. Right. Mm. This guy, this main dude, clearly hasn't like experienced that, but also like. I'm just, I'm just not understanding how he didn't, like, did that not click in his head? Yeah. So, oh. just, just to answer this he's... question, is not the, like, I don't like his question, because at the end of the day, he's asking, am I the arsehole for standing up to my friends? Okay. Yeah. No, he's, he's not the arsehole for standing up to his friends. He is the arsehole, though, for letting it go on that long. Because, yeah. I don't he, know. Didn't he say he, like, dismissed it too? Kind of like... Yeah, he just dismissed it. He just let it go. And so I, I kind of, I searched up what, like, I was, I wanted to know what, what Mandingo me- meant. Um, so it's, it literally just defines anyone who is from, like, West Africa. But it's a very, like, it's almost basically like a racial slur at this point. Because it, it, like, reduces people down to, like, just, you know, the stereotype that um, black black men have, like, big dicks. So it's mm-hmm. basically just reducing them down to just that area. And then the other comments, like, ABC, like, all that kind of stuff, that, that overt kind of sexualization is such, like, a key, like, stereotype that we see in, like, a lot of Western media today, one that's affected me too, um, like just over sexualization of like black bodies and everything. So for him to just like sit there and like watch his so called friends say that kind of stuff about his boyfriend, not say anything, just, just let it go, to me that is a disrespect like no other. Like, I, I don't even think I could be friends with someone if they weren't standing up for me. He said his boyfriend feels uncomfortable around his friends. He lets them get away with those kind of remarks. And now he's asking if he's the asshole for standing up to his friends. Like, do you not get it? <laughs> he, like, <laughs> like went, he went in the right direction, but, like, not. Yeah. Like, this whole post. Have just could have just done a bit of self reflection and just yeah thought about it you know in his yeah. head oh. oh one of the top the comments was, it's like a, it's a difficult description <laughs> I don't really know. so oh. the top one of the top comments is not the arsehole but you do need to continue to call them out when yeah. they're being racist they don't get to excuse racism with a shield or just a joke it's not a joke. They're being racist and gross. Keep asserting the boundary if you wanted to keep dating Seb. In general, making sure that your friends aren't being bigots to a partner is a good call. Couldn't yes. say it better myself. Yeah. Yes, I think that's very well put. 
And I think this main dude just... just mm. Needs to do better. Yes. He has... He has a lot of learning, a lot of growth to do, Room for I believe. Room for improvement, that's that's how I'll say it. Yes. Okay. On to the next. This one, the title already is like hitting me straight in the feels. Straight in the feels. No. Am I the asshole for straightening my daughter's hair without my wife's permission? I, oh male. my god! <laughs> nah, you already know. You already know this is hitting me. <laughs> hitting yeah, me different. Yeah, I know. I, male, thirty-two, have a four-year-old daughter. Let's call her Gracie. Gracie's- yeah, four. <laughs> you feel? I forgot to say this. Feel free to stop me anytime, anytime you want. Gracie mm-hmm. is half black. Her mother, female, thirty-one, being African American. Her mother. Overall, mm-hmm. handled all of Gracie's hair care and taught me how to do simple styles. But even though simple styles were difficult, okay, she's your daughter, get over it. Anyway, <laughs> my wife ended up going on a vacation with her friends to celebrate her friend's birthday, and my mom came over to b- visit. I hadn't done Gracie's hair in a few days, so it became nappy and unmanageable. When I tried to comb her hair, the comb broke. My mother said that I should get my daughter a perm so her hair would be more manageable. So I took her to a salon, a salon and got it permed. My wife got home and when she saw our daughter, she was livid. She screamed at me and then at my mother for even suggesting that, but I think she's overreacting because it's just hair. And she brought up our wedding. My mother had tried to get my wife to straighten her hair for the wedding, but my wife refused because she wanted her natural hair on her wedding day so she could be as natural as possible. My mother often comments on my wife's and daughter's hair, and I agree with my mother. Now my wife's telling me that perms chemically burn and damage hair to change the texture, and that I damaged our daughter's hair. Now she's thinking of getting our daughter's hair cut so her hair can deal heal from the damages. But I still think she's overreacting. Besides, I don't want my daughter's hair to be cut. She looks so cute now. Am I the asshole for straightening my daughter's hair without my wife's permission, even though Gracie is my daughter too? <sighs> That, that is rough. This one, I have lots of things to say. <clears throat> Number one, I just need to re-clarify. Yeah, re- it, re-clarify. Yeah, re- re- just try and understand. Right, process this. I think he said, like, his mum makes, makes comments on his wife and his yes. daughter's yes. hair. Mm-hmm. Then did he say he agreed with that? Yes, he did say that. <coughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, because I was gonna, like, I was gonna defend him a little bit. I was gonna be like, hmm, maybe, maybe he's just stupid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe he's just a bit dumb. Mm. Then he, he then openly was like, no, I agree. Like, if you know, if he knew, on especially, like, wedding. Wedding? Weddings? Very yeah. important days of your life. Very, very important. You're going to be with that person, hopefully, for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's a ceremony and everything is special and all of that, right? And if your wife expressed concern and was like, no, I want my natural hair, and you, you like, tried coercing slash 
gaslighting her into like mm-hmm. straightening her natural hair and she specifically said like no right and why are you like like why are you so anal about it do you not like your wife's hair no no not even do not like your wife's hair do you not like your wife (laughs) did you not know she was black please do you think she's like ugly like why would you hello like i don't what would yeah like i could understand a bad haircut all right oh that person has a bad haircut but that doesn't mean you don't like like (laughs) (laughs) oh oh my god and that brings me on to, like, the way he was explaining the story. Like, yeah. Like, why he did it and stuff was, like, an, like an accident. He was like, oh, yeah, the comb broke. And then my mom was like, oh, let me go get a perm and stuff. And if they, they went to the hairdressers, yeah? Yeah. So they went, did the hairdresser just say, like, yes. Perm is the way to go. Yeah, yeah. I wanna, I wanna fight that hairdresser also. Like, I haven't forgotten what? about you. Please, did they? What kind of hairdresser did they go to? Like, Jen, I want to know because number one, um, as we know, the daughter is like half black, half black, and black. I'm assuming her hair is like curly, probably very curly, very, very curly, right? And yeah. it's like, it's not like. I don't know. It's like different, I guess. Mm. So I feel like if you just walked into any like hairdresser and they were just like, "Yeah, let's let's give you a perm." No, but I guess because they probably like went in with the suggestion of a perm. They're like, "I want her to get a perm." Yes. And so the hairdresser yes. probably was just like, "Okay." Whatever. Yeah. Like I feel like it's not something a hair like when you go to the hairdressers, they ask you what you want, and they're like, "Do you want a haircut?" you want like how much do you want i feel like it's not it's not something the hairdresser's like you walk in and then you're like oh yeah what, what do you think my daughter should get like she's four <laughs> like yeah I, I think also we've sped past that bit she's four years old or like a, like a toddler like tiny and you're harming like <laughs> so i'm so sorry like well, harming yeah. your do- like, do you not understand that like perming is like a chemical? Like, I feel like everyone would know that. Yeah. And also, you're four. Let me let me dive into this one. Let me dive into this one. Of course. Because listen, listen, listen. Mm. This guy is so undeniably stupid and biased. Okay. Yes. Because I just I just want to point some some things that he has said. You know. Um, mm-hmm. that show me he doesn't really care. Okay, so just, mm-hmm. just, to, just to preface this, if you are a white person and you get into a relationship with anybody who is in a marginalized group, um, you need to understand and check your privilege real quick. And you need to become mm-hmm. your partner's number one supporter, okay? Because, listen, I'm not even being funny, not a lot of a lot of white people's families that I've met, you, y'all are racist, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so if you have made this choice to be with someone, a person of color, you now need to become their number one fan, their fighter, their champion. You're not going to leave them exposed in front of your whole family. Your whole family is going to be making fun of them and taking them lightly. That's not what we're going to do. 
Okay, so first of all, that's just a reminder. If you're listening to this, pay attention, yeah? Now, let's move on. Let's move on. So just let me just bring in some things that he said. Mm-hmm. Her mother overall handled all of Gracie's hair care and taught me how to do simple styles. But even those simple styles were difficult. She's your daughter. <laughs> King, she's your daughter. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because she's your daughter, you need to take interest in everything that pertains to her. And learning to do her hair is not difficult, all right? No, it's really not. It's not it's not it's not a difficult thing to do, okay? Then next. I hadn't done Gracie's hair in a few days, so it became nappy and unmanageable. Listen, guys, not combing your child's hair can be a sign of negligence. Because why aren't you com- you have to you you have to comb your child's hair. That's that's something you have to. It's not a oh maybe maybe today maybe not today. You have to do it. Okay. Very true. And these words, nappy and unmanageable. Don't I oh you my god ever use the word nappy? You're a, a non-black person to describe another a black person's hair. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not okay. Just don't do it. What are you insinuating? Why yeah. are you being so snaky? Literally. What do you want to say? What do you want to say? Literally. Oh. It's too much effort. That's probably what he was trying to say. Literally. It's too much effort, and, so I just left my child for a few minutes. I just left. Left her. And then a perm. Not even a straight. Not even a straight. We've forgotten straighteners exist? I don't even think he should when have done that, but why did it, we jump to perm? No, when you read out the title, I thought you meant straightener. Yeah. Like, I thought I was thinking of straightener too. <laughs> And if it was a straightener, I would have been, I would have turned it back a little bit. I would have been like, yeah. I'd have been like, mm, you're just really stupid. Mm. But, perm, this is a like, perm. this is irreversible types, type of stuff here. Your hair goes crusty. And, literally. Like, and it's, it's like, oh my, that's so stupid. And let me, let me tell you something about. Women's hair. Hmm. Getting a perm done and having it not permanently damage your hair is very, very difficult. Very, mm-hmm. very, very difficult. I know my mo- my mother's hair. Her she permed her hair a lot before, and her hair snapped off. Like, and it has been v- extremely hard to grow since then. So now you're taking a four year old. And you, you might have just permanently damaged her hair for the rest of her life. Okay, imagine what kind mm-hmm. of self-esteem, what, what kind of self-esteem issues that's going to bring up in her life. Yeah. Like, he just wasn't, he, I don't know if thinking escaped him, if he just, just, you know, lost the mental capacity to make good decisions. <laughs> but, yeah. And his mum, his mum's a hoe. Sorry. No, what the hell? <laughs> Your mom's. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. No, literally. <laughs> no, because why is she saying that? Why is she saying that? No, she's like every like creepy white racist mom mm. that like controls their child. Like, 
What is wrong with her? Listen. Okay. Do you have a problem with their hair? <laughs> or do you have a problem with them? <laughs> ah, that's funny. Okay, so there, there are some edits on this. Um, oh, God. So, so I'll read out the edits. So edit one. Mm-hmm. I've read the comments and came to a realisation about my marriage and my wife, and now I just feel horrible. My wife's mentioned in passing about her childhood and was always vague about it, but after overhearing a conversation between her and my mother-in-law, I just realised how much I truly messed up. My wife is dark-skinned and tall, and she got bullied for that along with her hair. She went to a predominantly white school and that made her hate herself and her looks for a while. My god, my wording was horrible too. My wife is beautiful and so is my daughter and their hair isn't a problem. I'm the problem and so is my mother. I mean, you know, it took you a while but you got there, so we'll move on. Oh, I don't... This... (laughs) Real quick, real quick. This edit... This edit made me feel uncomfy. Kind of no, I get what you mean. He's it feels fake. His wife's like story trauma. Now. Yeah, like trauma. I feel like you could yeah, tra- like traumatic experiences. I feel like he didn't need to mention that. I feel like he could have just gone with the she was bullied. Yeah, being black. I don't like. I don't know. Like it was hard. Yeah, we we would have we would have understood that it was because she's black. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We can do the critical thinking. Maybe not you, but we can. So And then this in and then I love how the end of the edit is like a one sentence thing on. No, no, there's there's more. There's more I know. Oh, alright, alright. Keep going, keep going. Okay. After hearing my wife's conversations about me and my mother, I realized that my mother's a bully and I'm just a drone slash follower. My mother constantly picks on my I wife. said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> And I just stood by and blindly agreed because she's my mom. That woman who I married is my wife and I should have protected her from my own ignorance and my mother's ignorance. Yes, you should have. I took something she took pride in and belittled it. I was too lazy to learn and took my mother's advice. Well, my mother said so many cruel things that I didn't think twice of until I read these comments. She'd always make sure my daughter didn't play outside when she'd go over her house because she didn't want her to be darker like her mother. And that oh. comment made me uncomfortable, but I took it as a weird joke. Mm-mm. Um. Oh no! Don't oh, say that no. on the internet. Never. Don't say that. No. Oh no. <laughs> okay. And then there's just the next thing about like I'm cutting my mum off. Blah blah blah. Okay. There's Ooh. there's a second there's a second update, and it seems like it's escalating. I just got off the phone with my mom. My wife listened in on the phone call. I didn't realize she was in the living room with me until she put her hand on my shoulder during the call. My mother is, well, livid. She freaked out on me and threatened to call CPS when I told her I didn't want her coming around my wife and daughter and refused to even try to understand what she did wrong. CPS. (laughs) Then I mentioned the damage that the perm could cause to my daughter. I read a small article by a black-owned hair company about childhood perm stories along with the history behind perms and I'm just disgusted with myself and my mother. And my mother said my wife was being a drama queen. And I told her my daughter might need a haircut behind this. She flipped out and said, I won't let my granddaughter look like a bull (sighs) slur. And I was mortified. A what? You know the slur used against lesbians. Plus the D. 
Oh my god. She said she's taking my daughter from me and my wife and raised and will raise her the way God intended. Alright, don't bring don't, oh. don't bring Christianity into this one. Don't do it. I knew, I knew she was homophobic. <laughs> that caused a screaming match. My wife put her hand on my shoulder in the midst of it and took the phone from her from me and told my mother if she comes to our home again, the police will be called and then she hung up. I put our baby to bed and we then we talked. My daughter and wife beautiful and i don't understand how for the life of me i thought those horrible things maybe it was like that snl sketch diet racism hearing those things from your parent and just blindly listening no matter how horrible it sounds my wife is still mad at me rightfully so but she told me she isn't leaving me over this she said i have a lot to learn and that if i want this relationship to last i need to open my eyes and realize that the world i live in is different from the one she lives in and different from the world our daughter will live in i'm horrified at myself and horrified at my mother my father called a few minutes ago, but I ignored the call. I'll talk to him in the morning about this. Thank you all for talking some sense into me, and I thanked my wife for staying with me, even though she doesn't have to. Tomorrow we are asking our baby girl if she wants a haircut. Knowing her, she'll want to get one like her uncle. Um, yeah. Oh. And so the rest is just, like, about couples therapy, blah, 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 all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have many things to talk about. Let's this go. man, this man, when he started dating this woman. Oh, he's not blind. You Did he think her black would wash away? <laughs> when he's like, why is he just realizing? Okay, number one. Number two. His drone thing? Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a drone. He's a drone. Mom? Yeah. Real. Real bitch. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Um, and then, like, oh, like, how is he this? I feel like he can't, you can't be that stupid. Like, I feel like he has some sort of, like, problem. No, Nat, let me tell you, you yeah. can be that stupid. And this is why. Because people, people live in a different world from us. If you've never had to think about the way racism affects you and the people mm-hmm. and the way racism racism just works and you're you're bound to be this stupid unless you've done some actual soul searching and it (sighs) it brings up like i saw people in those comments like applauding him for the changes he's made and that just made me even more mad because it just brings up this term um that i love it's white mediocrity and it's like Mm -hmm. white people are praised for the bare minimum over mm. and over again without even just like really fully understanding the damage that they've that they've done and yes this guy seems remorseful and he's cutting off his mom and blah 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 like that's that's so good but this could have been done years ago very true why did you need the internet to tell you that this was wrong you <laughs> sat there with your wife with daughter you heard your mom say these horrible things and you just let it slide and just thought it was all right like jeez no but literally what you were saying with the white mediocre mediocrity 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 okay yeah um literally they're like he's just coming to terms right so his daughter's four Hmm. That's four years with his wife and daughter. 
They were engaged. Oh god. How long they, they were, were engaged? Dating. How long? Probably like ten years. Yeah, let's say Seven? ten years overall. Ten. Like, yeah, let's let's let's. Okay, so we'll just we'll say maybe they were dating a year, engaged for a year, got off four years. So let's just say six six Seven. to ten years, just around okay. there. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me the whole time you 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 heard your mom say that stuff. Like, and you just you, took it. You you just went. Oh, my mom's so funny. <laughs> um, she's just making weird jokes. Listen, yeah. I have a I have a cut off, a cut off age for when I think racism because of your parents is acceptable, and that age is like thirteen, fourteen. Once you're older than mm-hmm. that, now nah, you can you can start to think for yourself. That's when you you. Probably most people in our generation, you have a phone, you have friends, you get out of primary school, you know, you start separating kind of from just the ideology that your parents have given to you. So by the time you hit 15, 16, I'm, expect- I'm expecting you to know better. I'm expecting you to just be on it completely, know better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, but you, you king, king, you're 31, 32, <laughs> I think that's, that's what it was. And you're, yeah. you're just now realizing the words your mother says are racist. So how many other, how many other black kids, black people have you and your parents traumatized? Um, literally, literally though. Literally, this how dude, many other people have your? Dude, uh, he made it seem like it was like a simple thing. He really, he really just showed like. Oh, he just made, he just, he just dug a hole for himself. Yeah. Dug a hole for himself, and I know he's trying to, like, do better. His wife is giving him so much sympathy. I don't know what their relationship is like. I don't know, man. And this is just, when I say I don't see myself dating or marrying a white person, and people say, you're racist. No, this is why. (laughs) This is why. Because their family is most likely racist, and I will not deal with that. I will not put my children... In an environment like that like i know the work i, I had to like, do yeah to come to terms with my hair like i know the work i had to do like my hair as it is now and i will not let my child go through a situation like that now mm-hmm. yeah i feel like oh i just recently watched get out again yeah like, one of my favorite horror thriller movies like the big thing about it that i just like saw throughout the whole movie if you don't know it's just like um, this... Black yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Right. G- give give and, everyone a... Yeah, I'll just give a quick... Spiel. I think you've watched it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we can both talk about it real quick. Um, there's this black photographer dude. And he's with a white girlfriend. So it goes both ways. This is not just, like, a black boy... Oh, sorry, a white boyfriend. Black girl. Yeah, this, it black can boyfriend, happen both black ways. Girl. It Boy. can happen... Yeah, yeah, any it can happen anyway, right? And so, um, yeah, and he basically goes to meet family, and I remember at the start of the movie, like he, he he was like, oh, like did have you told them that I'm black? And she was like, oh, like oh, you want me to mention that black? My, you want me to mention that my black friend is coming over for the weekend? Like, uh, I don't know, right? And so you know, mm. everything seems kind of like. Seems alright. Just seems like he's a bit nervous to see them, and she's also a bit nervous or whatever. Yeah. 
throughout the movie, you just see some, like, little things that just white people do. It's so annoying. Yeah, little hints. Just... Yeah, I'm not going to give too much away. Oh, honestly... <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> warning! I won't give too much away, but, like... This movie is very much, like, a depiction of what I think is, like, so dangerous about, like... Yeah. And you need to be, like, careful. Like, this is not just for, like, specifically black people getting in a re- relationship with white, but I feel this like any, any POC, honestly. Any POC. Any POC. And honestly. Like, but this, I would off. say, I would really honestly say that um, black people, from what I have seen, have, it's, like, way more. Yeah, we take the brunt of it. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah that's yeah. what I was trying to say. Literally, like, so, the um, thing about movie? Get Out, yeah, the thing about Get Out that made it so scary, kind of like horror thriller thing, is mm-hmm. that that exact situation, nah, I, that's real. It's happened. It was, it it's literally happened before. Literally, it wasn't like watching just a regular movie. It was like, oh, no, no, this is a real life true story. <laughs> no, yeah. literally. You, it, it just felt real. And Jordan mm. Peele, honestly, just hands out to him because... He did his ting. Huh? He did his ting. Oh, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. He did. Because, like, yeah, so he went went to the house. And then he started realising this family was a bit weird, um, making comments about his physical appearance, his ability mm. to, like, play sports, how black people are typically, like, very strong, and they were, like, literally, like, like it was, it was, it was. This was, this was stuff a, is he. He was being auctioned real. off. Like he literally got it auctioned it like off. Watching it, it was like watching a slave auction. <laughs> that's it. That's what no, it is. He got bought. Literally got yeah, bought. Literally, literally got bought. And John Peel, uh, his like horror elements. It's it is so scary, as you said before. It's like so stuffed up. You know, normal horror mm. movies. The typical. We got like the. Th- Scream, the you know the oh there's a killer slasher gory movies. We have some like Annabelle paranormal horror movies. These mm. horror movies, these psychological thriller slash real life horror movies. Yeah, they get me, and especially this one because this dude was auctioned off, and it's not like we've never seen that in the past. Mm. <laughs> we've mm. seen that for how many years was the. Hundreds of years. So we're talking about 400, 500 years. We're talking about, like, centuries, man. Like, yeah, this is real. This honestly would not be surprised if that had happened before. If that was, yeah. And Jordan Peele just happened to... (laughs) Just Just happened to to clip it in his video. Let me just just say one more thing, and then we'll move on to the next story. Just... Because we, me and Nat, we could sit here and talk about it for, you know, <laughs> we get a bit hours excited. and hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It goes back to what I said about, like, being a champion for the person of colour that you're dating. But not even dating. Friends. If you are a white person and you know that your parents are racist, you know your family is racist, don't invite your people of colour friends to your house. Don't do it. It's an uncomfortable situation for us all. Your people, your personal car friend, mm-mm, they don't want to come back. Your family mm-hmm. doesn't want them there. 
it's uncomfortable around. Just don't do it. That's, that's, that feels malicious. Let me tell you, it feels malicious, okay? You need to make sure that your parents are on some, like, regular person kind of stuff before you invite your people, people of color friends over. Because it's not nice, all right? And it feels like you're putting my life in danger, actually. So I'm just, just, just leaving that one out there as a little bit of a, little bit of a warning. Very true. Right. Um, Very we true. move on, we move on to the next mm-hmm. story. And this one... This one is affecting those of the Asian persuasion, so not we're gonna hear gonna hear your your take on this. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for not no, forgiving? Not <laughs> okay, say that again. Am I the asshole for not forgiving my boyfriend after he called me a slur? I'm just gonna say no. At least <laughs> before we start. Alright, yeah, no, if my partner called me a slur, I would Oh wait! <laughs> nah, you're. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. But to ah, uh, why not? In hypotheticals, if your non-Asian partner yeah, called yeah, you yeah, a slur, yeah, okay. you'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, cool, cool. All cool. right, let's let's, let's, keep, let's keep going. Background info: I, eighteen, am an Asian American, and my boyfriend, twenty, is white. A couple days ago, we were messing around with each other, and I told him that one of my friends called her boyfriend a mayo packet. What if that's your next nickname? No, that's new. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, me neither. That's a bit funny. I want to keep. I want to say that now. That's kind of funny. All right, keep going. In a joking way, he told me, "If so, he'll start calling me C H I N K in a degrading manner." Okay, keep going. He thought it was very funny, but I got very upset and told him he's being ignorant and that the word is a known slur. He told me that I shouldn't have called him Mayo Packet then. I told him I just don't think those two words are on the same level of offense, and he called me a hypocrite. Okay. Is that it? (laughs) For more info, we make stereotypical jokes to each other all the time. Is told me I'm a dog eater and a, and mustard skin, but I never knew a good comeback. I had recently heard the term mayo packet from a friend and thought it would be on the same level as those jokes he made. It is very childish of me, but it obviously hurt him, which wasn't my intention. And according to some redditors, the term is a slur. I had no idea, and he has never called me such a term as the C slur before. I apologize to him for not realizing sooner that he found such a term offensive in calling him it and that I normalized racism onto him. I asked if he could stop calling me the CH term from now on. He said he doesn't see the problem with the CH term and has been repeating it because I apparently deserve it. We haven't talked for days. I've been avoiding confrontation part because I'm still angry at the situation and part because I still want to be in a relationship with him. And I'm afraid that if I am to assume the argument would break up. Mm. Oh my god. And that spits some knowledge, please. No. <laughs> oh. This boy. This nah, because I'm angry. I'm angry. What? <laughs> First of all, mayo packet. <laughs> mayo packet. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a funny That's joke. So- no, that is so funny. I feel like 
Oh my god. Okay, like I'm food. so sorry. That's like, Which... that's not even, that's a sauce. Okay. Actually, guys, let, let me just, sauce. let me just tell you right here. I don't care who you are. Mayo packet. First of all, not a slur. Second of all, does not even hold the tiniest bit. Doesn't even hold a, the tiniest bit of weight that the sea slur does. Okay, mm. that, <laughs> that has history, years and years and years of oppression behind <laughs> it. Okay, mayo packet is an internet joke. All right, mm. so let's all just calm down and relax. Anyway, Honestly, now I've, you have the I've never even heard of Mayo Packet. Jesus. Like, I feel like these people are too so sensitive. Why are you so sensitive? People calling you a Mayo Packet and you're getting sad? Come on. And, and, and oh my god. Alright, from. I remember he said that she, like, was a dog eater. Yeah. And called her. What was it? Mustard skin. Yeah. Mmm. Uh, funny joke. All right, these are various, very stereotypical jokes. That if you don't know, well, now you know. Um, typically Asians. Well, she said she's Asian American, which means yeah, so she's just fully Asian. Part of Asia. But we're yeah. talking about China. Um, I feel like we're going like it's definitely. I feel like definitely East Asian. Though, definitely from, East Asian. Yeah. We haven't even covered the other parts of Asia, but we are mm-hmm. definitely we're in East Asia right now. And I honestly, I don't, I don't indulge in dog eating. I love my, I love dogs. Okay. Yeah. I know it's a bad thing. I know it's not good. Not really defending. But it's these jokes are just getting old now. I'm like, what? What are you trying to say? Like, yeah. Dogs, like, you're mean. What, like, oh. Like, what do you want? I don't understand. The fact that he's been calling her these terms for a long time, and she hasn't said anything. Yeah, like, I feel like she's so, in this relationship, she's so, she can't even tell him. She's afraid. She just has to put up with it. And honestly, specifically for Asians, I'm obviously other POC as well, probably put up with it too. Specifically for Asians, there are very like we have a lot of like stereotypes where we just kind of have to, we have to laugh it off. Yeah, like, like passive. Like, yeah, there's like um, most common one would be like, oh, Asians are like super smart. Okay, mm. and then you and then you like occasionally see like a not smart one. And then every now and then you get like a joke. You're like, oh my god, why are you so bad? Like, aren't you Asian? Like, what do you want me to say to that? That's not even one of the worst ones. Yeah. Like, you just kind of have to put up with it. Dog eating one is as well. Everyone thinks they're so funny. I'm like, oh, you eat dogs. You eat cats. Okay. Like, French people eat snails. That's <laughs> not a good comparison. But, um, like, just, ugh. Ugh, like, just become vegetarian if you have a problem. I don't really. Yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously not good, but, like, yeah. Also, you know what, dogs, listen, I love dogs as much as the next person. They are still an animal, though, so we can just... <laughs> Very true. Let's, Very not, true. let's not be holier than thou, alright? 
Let's not pretend like people in desperate situations haven't eaten dogs. Like, let's not let's not pretend here. Yeah. Okay. I don't think dog was the first choice. All right, guys. <laughs> I don't think it was. So I think we should just let people who are trying to survive do what they need to survive without judging too hard. Very true. And then the mustard skin thing. That one. Oh, no, that, that's no, that's too far. I'm so sorry. The dog eater, I could have even looked past it as a little joke. Yeah, no, I I really couldn't. Um, especially because he's white. Um, yeah. Like, I'm not gonna not gonna lie. I mean, my Asian friends, uh, we do sometimes make jokes of like, oh, we're like white on the inside, yellow on the outside, like a banana. Like sometimes we, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, we make jokes, but it's together. It's different. My, me and my it's Asian different. friends. Me and my homies. Me and my... <laughs> me and my community. Uh, but the minute you say, busted skin is very far. Uh, incorporating some yellow and then skin. You're literally just saying you have yellow skin. Yeah. Do you have a problem? Like, obviously. Obviously, he, he has some internal problem with that. Which goes back to, like... Our last story, and story before that. Mm. Can't un- you can't not see something. You can't not. When you first see someone, as I said before, when you first see someone, skin colour is the first thing you see. If your boyfriend, yeah. your boyfriend has pointed that out, like your boyfriend's like, oh, like, is that such a problem? Like, why are you still with him? Oh my god, this boyfriend. Oh yeah. Answer, am I an asshole? No. As we said. No, girl, you're not. You're no, not. No, you are not an asshole at all. And you have the right to be angry at this man. And honestly, you should break up with him. I'm not going to lie. Um, girly. Girly, you. <laughs> do you not you see? You deserve better. You deserve better. Yeah. Yes, because this. Boy, he's no substance. Like he, he thinks he's so funny. And then the way he thinks that uh, the sea slur is like the same as a mayo packet. Mayo packet. Relax. He thinks, he thinks that's the same, like the level of severity in those two words. If you called someone a mayo packet versus you call someone the sea slur. And that's the same. Then you proceeded yeah. to keep calling her that because she deserved it. Deserved? Nah. Deserve? Who are you? You deserve it. What, what are you? Can you relax? Who are you? Who do you think you are? Get out. Get out of yeah. this house. Like, out. disgusting, disgusting man. Okay. Okay. I nothing else you. to say. Let me read these chain of these chain of comments under. Mm. Um, here we go. First, this is like the most common in thirteen point seven thousand upvotes, keeps of awards, everything. Oh, here we go. Oh boy, the white dipsticks are back. Look, Opie, not the arsehole. People of color have been called slurs for centuries in this country, and mayo packet is a relatively weak term. White people need to get over it because they perpetuated actual racial slurs for a long ass time. 
Having someone call you Mayo is not that bad. I feel love acting like the two are equal because it's easy to imagine we exist in a neutral zone where everyone is on the same pedestal, but we're not. It was wrong for saying that and you have every right to be mad about it. Also, maybe be careful going on Reddit when trying to discuss racial stuff. People here aren't notorious for their nuanced analysis of systemic bigotry. I'm so tired of explaining racism to white people. I know we're supposed to be, be trying to educate, but sometimes it just takes a lot out of you. Why is it so hard to understand why being called a condiment is not equivalent to being called a racial slur? <laughs> and then this other one. Yep, the progression here is nuts. Hopi's boyfriend has been ribbing her for a while and she hasn't had op many opportunities for a comeback. So she finally has a m one mild one and he doesn't like it. He apologizes for hurting his feelings, asks him to consider hers, and he decides her feelings don't matter and he gets to punish her. What the F? What the F? <laughs> Uh, completely. Those I two think comments. that those two comments they sum up my feelings on that because yeah. again, another lesson. I'm so sorry, white people. I mean, I'm not. No, but, why? But, no, you're not sorry. <laughs> I'm I not don't sorry. Be sorry. What are we sorry for? When the topics about racism come around, you just need to be quiet <laughs> and accept what's given to you. Okay. Like, yeah, literally, what do they think they're going through something? Like, literally, the like, like, I don't understand. Stand okay? it. I don't understand because I've been called an animal in the playground. All right, you've been called, <laughs> you've been called a condiment, you know, doesn't, doesn't quite live up to that. Yeah, all right. So, so let's just, let's just really understand where things are going here. Anyways, um, Moving on. Am I the asshole for calling my boyfriend a job stealing immigrant? Oh, whoa, whoa! Just in the title, I'm already not like. I don't think I'm gonna like this one. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. After writing it down, I've realized how bad my title sounds. But hear me out. I am male 16, and my boyfriend Mike, male 16, tease each other a lot. Like, a lot. It's 16? Yeah. Both men, 16. Okay. I'm not like that all the time, but I'm sure you get the point. A few, a few years ago, I came out to my grandfather as gay, and he called me a perverted homosexual. Alright, Gramps, maybe time to get a grave for you. <laughs> I was never really close with him, so I kind of thought it was funny that he called me that. I told Mike about what happened, and mimicking my grandpa repeated what he said. It was so stupid, and from then on, he would sometimes call me by that title. Now here, I have to explain that Mike is Mexican. He's not even an immigrant, and neither are his parents. When my grandfather saw my boyfriend at a family Zoom meeting, he started making jokes about illegal immigrants, and it made us kind of uncomfortable. When he... When we told him to stop, it turned into a heated argument with everyone else in the meeting taking sides. Eventually, he just called my boyfriend a job-stealing immigrant and left the meeting. My boyfriend and I made fun of our gra of my grandpa to together, making jokes to make making jokes. 
about him and I started copying my grandpa's racist rant, ending with somewhat, something like, whatever you job-stealing immigrant, let's go eat ice cream. Over the past few weeks, it's evolved into a teasing nickname. Now I call him my job-stealing immigrant and he calls me a perverted homosexual. Now, here's where things get a bit heated. I was on a phone call with my with Mike while my sister was driving me somewhere and I casually called my boyfriend his nickname. After the call, my sister went all quiet for a while until we parked and asked me if I had just called my boyfriend that. I tried to explain that it was a joke and that he was fine with it, but she just shook her head and said, racism should never be excused. Now I feel really bad. I know Mike is okay with the nickname because I've also asked him, but now thinking about it, it may look like I'm really racist to other people. I also might be propagating racist stereotypes. Am I the arsehole? Okay. This one. This one. This one's very difficult. It's a very nuanced kind of situation. Mm hmm. Okay, do you want to go first for this one? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay, so while I was reading it, I was I was having some thoughts. Okay, so first mm -hmm. of all, it is like OP's, the white person's grandfather. Like, it's his grandfather. So, like, I feel like the comments, you know, might hurt a little bit less, you know, if they're coming from your grandfather that you you know, oh, that's just the racist grandpa, blah, 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 blah. So, and also the fact that, like, they're both, they're both gay. So, like, during the perverted homosexual, it's like, the playing field is even, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's where my mind was going to. Like, that one, like, didn't really bother me because it was him. They're both him, like, yeah. They're both gay, and see, it was him like, presenting something that his grandfather had called him. Okay. Now here's where it gets a bit different. <clears throat> the playing field of race is not the same. All right. Your boyfriend is getting attacked in a family Zoom call by your racist dad of the family. Yeah. Yeah. And and then. I, okay, I understand if Mike, that's his name, I understand if it's fun, if he's funny, if he thinks it's funny, but it just feels wrong, like, I don't, <laughs> it just feels wrong, like, I don't necessarily think he's an asshole because, like, I they're, think, they're both no, okay I just think, yeah, yeah, no, I get what you mean, go. like, no, I completely, that's, that's what I was trying to say, too, like, both, hey. Mm. So that joke kind of Loki, like if you said it to the other, yeah, like, it's funny. It's not funny, but it's like you get it. You're it, just like, oh. it's because the playing field is evil. Is uh, yeah. evil yeah. level? Yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the other one, job, job stealing immigrant. Mm. Mm, I don't mm. like it. <laughs> I feel like, like maybe you'd say it once, and then realize it was bad, and never say it again. Like, as a joke, like even if no, 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 not even say it once. Like I don't know where he like thought of that. Like, 
Job stealing immigrant. <laughs> it's just okay. Also, also, maybe that was one to kind of keep, you know, yourselves. Maybe that was you guys alone kind of kind of behavior. Yeah. <laughs> maybe if you have yeah. some sort of like degree, <laughs> you know, like I think that's. You two inside joke, don't repeat in front of other people kind of material. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm fully not comfortable with it, like, but I really think it's a bit... The playing field isn't even, so it's making me uncomfortable. But if both, both people are like, oh, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, whatever, do what you um, want. Yeah, do it in your own Let's time. Let's not do it in public. <laughs> yeah. Calm it down a little bit. Turn it down. Yeah, let's just let's just reel it, reel it in because this this just kind of goes with anything. Mm. Um, not really. It doesn't have to be racist, but there are things that like Nat will say to me, or I will say to Nat, that are perfectly fine. But if mm. someone else dared say that to me, <laughs> nah, I might punch you in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like it's just something you. It's in your boundaries. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like you would know. Like especially this one. Yeah, especially this one. And I wouldn't say those I say those things to Nat when we're in a personal Zoom call or we're just walking together. Yeah. Not like not when we're out and about. <laughs> yeah. Walking through the school grounds. Then hey job stealing immigrant, like <laughs> Sorry, sorry. No, if I saw this couple walking around, I would cry. My my little job stealing immigrant. My little perverted homosexual. <laughs> I'll cry. Why are you doing that? Alright, you keep your kinks to yourself, please. Like yeah, keep yeah. that for the bedroom. I don't know who you guys can talk about it. Just not out loud. Yeah. Not out loud. I like okay. this. Sister was totally right, though. I, I think. Yeah, this is still a uh, champion for the sister. I love you. She was yeah. like, no, I'm glad you don't excuse racism. Don't do it. Yes. Don't do it. Don't. Um, and this is just like, again, white people. <laughs> you are in a position of power because of your race. Like that. If you want to argue, argue with the wall. Argue with your mama, not me. All right. <laughs> You're in a position of power because of your race. Yeah. yeah. So it's something that you kind of need to understand when you're like, you're like doing, you're just walking through life. So maybe this guy, yeah, maybe he, maybe he was okay with it. Maybe, maybe. But yeah. also the fact that, you know, the preferred homosexual joke was already established between them. So maybe he felt like he kind of had to accept the job-stealing immigrant one because it's like, oh, I have one, he has one. You know, there might have yeah. been that kind of, like, pressure that Mark felt to kind of, like, go along with the jokes and stuff. And I'm not necessarily saying that that's what it was, but I'm saying, like, if I have to put myself in that situation, first of all, I wouldn't accept the nickname, whatever. But mm-hmm. if I did, it would probably be for the reason that, oh, I have one, he has one, like, I'll just take it. Like, it doesn't matter, I'll just take that, just take it. So those yeah. kind of things, I think you, if you're, there's the power, balance, not balanced there. 
So yeah. I think those are the kind of things that you kind of just need to take into account when you're making like jokes and stuff and whatever. And never take someone's comfortability with you for granted because you never know what the long lasting effects of that would be like just over mm. and over again. Especially like, for example, if he kept whatever, I, he never said his name, whatever the white dude's name was. If he yeah. kept like becoming comfortable with that nickname and maybe it, it slipped in front of Mike's family. What's Mike's family going to think? You know? Mm-hmm. Mike's family's yeah. Mexican. Yeah. They probably wouldn't appreciate it like that. So, you know, just other things to think about. He's not the asshole, but sort of he is. Yeah. yeah, and also, like... Yeah, no. As you can see, Itinu has <laughs> the best analysis on everything. So deep. <laughs> so good. Like... I have my comments, I have my commentary, but, you know, she puts herself into the situation and feels it. And All right, relax. No, no, I gotta, I gotta give, gotta give a bit of a, bit of a, uh, claps, claps to Itanu, just cause, like, thanks, thank you very much. Yeah, just, guys, did you not hear that analysis? That was beautiful. <laughs> Can, That's you so <laughs> Can you stop? It was, though. It was exactly what everyone was thinking. But some people just, just can't do that. So... Some people are just gifted, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. Alright, alright. We have okay. any more stories for tonight? We have, I think, one more. Um, okay. I think this is... This one, this one seems like a famous one. It has 46,000 upvotes on the story. So Ooh, that's a that's a good it's looking like it's gonna be it's looking like it's gonna be good. Um this one I actually haven't read. So like just to give everyone like a bit of background, I typically there are some things that I don't want to talk about. So I typically try to give things a skim through <laughs> so that like I know what I'm gonna get into before I before I start because I you know, it is called uneducated takes because I'm Literally a young one, a, mm-hmm. and I don't have much life experience to be talking. But there are some things that I know nothing about and refuse to put my mouth in them. So yes, mm-hmm. I think everyone could could learn a bit from that. You know, if you have nothing to say, don't say it. <laughs> kind of goes against yeah. what I'm talking about here. But you know, me and Nat have experience. Sadly, mm-hmm. we have experience in this kind of yeah area. Department. Um, okay. This one, this one has a lot of a lot of edits, so it's, oh, it's this one's this one one's of those gonna ones. wrap us up, yeah. Yeah. Am I the asshole for calling my sister in law racist after she compared my cooking to making Kung Pao chicken? Um, if you don't know, Kung Pao chicken is like fast food, Asian fusion fast food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think so. Um, for context, I've been married to my wife for more than 10 years and we're a mixed race couple. I'm Asian and she's Caucasian. Oh, whitey. Okay, I didn't say that. Anyway, I've gotten along <laughs> wait, with her. Wait, 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 wait. Say that one more time. I said she, I'm Asian and she's Caucasian. Asian <laughs> Caucasian. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I've gotten along with her family, mother-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, but I always felt like her father-in-law and other sister-in-law, Sarah, never liked me. 
I'm a professionally trained chef with 15 plus years of experience and I work at a high-end Chinese restaurant in a large US city. My crew and I have won several awards and I've been explicitly told I'll be the next executive chef. Yes, King, get that bag. Sarah is, Sarah is also a professionally trained chef and works at a popular upscale French restaurant in the city. She constantly brags about it and, no joke, compares herself out loud to Ramsay and Bourdain. Oh, no. It's <laughs> one of them once. Whenever oh, yeah. I'm at my mother-in-law and father-in-law's house and helping out in the kitchen, Sarah is always criticizing everything I do. Whether it's chopping, braising, marinating, etc. She always butts in with comments like, um, I think you should do it X like this. I've been patient for my wife and sidestepping those comments, saying things like, thanks, but I'll, I think I'll stick to the way I do it. Things came to a head two weeks ago when my wife, father-in-law, mother-in-law, and I were in her parents' kitchen prepping, prepping dinner for my mother-in-law's birthday. We were running a bit behind, so things were heated, which I kind of like because it reminded me of work, and that's when Sarah walked in. She took one look at what I was doing, scoffed, and said, like, and said something like, Oh wow, okay, so that's not the right way of doing it, doing things. It hit a nerve and I pretty sternly told her to stop criticizing my cooking and that I'm also a chef like her. She laughed and said, making Kung Pao chicken at some Chinese restaurant doesn't count. (laughs) The kitchen went silent, father-in-law chuckled and my mother-in-law yelled, Sarah, what is wrong with you? I stopped what I was doing, swore at her, and called her a racist piece of shit. Apologized to my mother-in-law for not being able to stay and left for home with my wife. Apparently, this caused a massive fight with my mother-in-law, brother-in-law, and other sister-in-law taking my side, my father-in-law and Sarah saying it was a joke, but kind of true, and that I was being too sensitive. Extended family somehow got wind of this, and now everyone is arguing and taking sides. My wife even getting texts from from some of her cousins apologizing for Sarah's behavior. Despite being on my side, my wife is begging me to apologize so that the fighting will stop, but I refuse to because f Sarah and her blatant racism. Am I the asshole? No, OP is not the asshole. Not at all. Not at all. He did what I he needed to not- do. One bit. One bit. Um, yeah, this goes back to the story about the despicable man chemically straightening his daughter's hair. And what <laughs> yeah. I said then, and I'll say it again. When you are a white person dating a person of color, you need to become their champion, their number one fan, their number one fighter. There is no reason that your partner should be going through racial abuse and what should also become their home now because when you when you get people don't understand this i'm going to say this again again we're young but there are some things that i do know when you get married you become one you're joining okay you're joining together to make a new life to make a new family that's what you're doing okay so that means your parents become their parents their parents become your parents their house becomes your house your house becomes their house so this is an extension of, of his house. And if he's going there all the time, he's feeling uncomfortable. His sister-in-law and his father-in-law are now making jokes and everything. That is a toxic situation that no one should ever have to go through. Mm. 
it's just yeah i'm kind of <laughs> at a loss for words with this story um what i was trying to say was that like uh i don't like oh it's just so difficult and like people are like oh it's your family versus a partner but like they're married so they are mm. a family Mm. It should be on the same level, and I think from what I remember, the wife was telling Opie to apologize. Yeah. Like, I'm on your side, but apologize. No, like, why? Like, honestly, why would you, like, what do you need to apologize for? I just remembered what I was trying to say, is like, they're just, like, why is Sarah so, like, like jealous of his success? Like, that's another thing. That's a very common thing. Like, That's probably what it is, to be honest. Yeah. And, like, whenever you see POC, you're like, oh, oh my god. Like, they're doing so good. You just want to ruin it? Like, yeah. people, they just, like, they just, like, they're like, oh, you must have done something, like, sneaky on the side, or must have been a, ri- like, there must have been something mm-hmm. miracle that happened for you to gain this success. No, I understand what you're saying. It's such a common I, thing. It is a common thing. And as he said, like, I don't think he was, he was even flexing. Like, he, was, he just said, I've been a chef for 15 years plus. Um, and people have told me that I could become something from yeah. my work. Like, and if like, everyone does stuff differently. And as we, as we saw there, Sarah had a problem with the way he was doing Everything. Opie is a he, right? Opie is a he, yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, Sarah was so anal about, like, oh, you did this wrong, you did that wrong. Like, everyone does stuff differently. That's what makes people people. Like, you're not going to have chefs that, are, that do the exact same thing. Like, do you think Ramsay and, was it Bourdain? Yeah. Yeah, do you think they cook the same way? Like, I'm sure they don't. I'm sure they don't cut veggies the same way, or I don't don't really know, actually. But, Mm. oh, and, like, it's, like, like, grading cooking. Yeah. Into just, oh, just, like, something anyone could do. Honestly, (laughs) I don't think I could even make Kong Pao chicken. Like, he's doing Literally. wonders. He's doing wonders already. And Sarah's, like, comment was just because she, in her stupid little French restaurant, in her, you know, in her stupid little, like, oh, I, I'm the next... I'm better than and you. Like, blah, blah. Shut up. And you're just jealous of him. Literally. You, it you reeks just... of jealousy. Literally. And then dad laughing. Like, I hate these people. Hate mm. those people. Like, why are you like, like encouraging that? Like a little chuckle, like a <laughs> like. I hate that. I hate that. And yeah. anytime, like, honestly, sometimes my family like do that, like jokes mm. and stuff, and they'll just be like, <laughs> like, no, not funny. I'm not laughing. It's not funny. I'm literally not laughing. And I think that it's really difficult when you. I literally hate, like, oh my god, if you're a PRC and you're joining with a white family, 
feel like there's always gonna be a problem. Like honestly, like you just have to be so like so careful. I've and... never heard of it being smooth sailing. No, literally never. I know mine hasn't been. Oh, I'm odd. <laughs> That is living experience. No, literally. I'm not going to go too deep into it. But, like, having a white family, having an Asian family, and feeling... It's, it's very distinct. At least in mm. my experience, it's like two different worlds. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, my... Asian side of the family and oh let's let's go let's go into my family a little bit why not we have a few Asians in my in my (laughs) my family tree I don't know Mm. if that means something (laughs) we'll get into that another day like we have a few Asians we have me my my I think my is it my nephew or cousin girl (laughs) how am I supposed to know Okay, let's just say we have a few Asians. Yeah. And basically, there's such a divide. There's such mm. a divide. Whenever I go, I'm sitting along with my cousins, my family, bull, that I see once a year. They never contact me. They talk to me. Don't, like, literally, I don't, like, you just don't interact. Only time I see them is at like Christmas when we're all supposed to act like we're having a fun time. And my mum's like realized, my mum has realized the absolute white people like do. Like, I don't. White behavior. White okay. behavior. Yes, white behavior. And she's just, she's dismissed it. And what a girl boss, honestly. Like, she doesn't go to any of the, you know, things. Like, she only goes when she needs to doesn't talk to them she doesn't need to honestly fair enough i do the same thing it's not because mm. i'm following in my mom's footsteps footsteps but like because i really tried as a kid as a kid i would always try and hang out with my side of the family just be like no like it's not that hard to make fun. generally as a kid like, in general i was pretty shy like i wasn't i had friends i'm not <laughs> i wasn't mm. a loner i was shy and felt like an alien in my white side of the family. Like all these people, oh, based off appearances. Let me just give you, let me give you a bit of a background. Me, I would say I'm more leaning towards like Asian looking. I also yeah. pass pretty white as well. Like some people really cannot tell. Yeah, some honestly, people are stupid. Some people are stupid. All right, like. I get there are some things like, well, what, I have, like, I have curly hair-ish, like, not, like, dead straight, dead, you would think, hair on Asian would be. Yeah. I don't know, people just get a bit confused sometimes, and I understand, but, like, my white side of the family got some blonde hair, we got some blue eyes, we got some... (laughs) We got Hitler's favourites. (laughs) oh yeah perfectly described that um just like even sitting next to them it just felt like i was like interacting with like an alien species saying Mm. they're like mean horrible (laughs) art 
debatably some of them are. But like, oh, like I just feel for this dude because I know exactly what he was going through. Yeah, and, and they don't personally... even have kids yet. Huh? Yeah, no. They don't even have kids. They don't even have kids. When they do have kids, I know they're gonna feel exactly like me. Because mm. any other Asian, oh well, I don't. No, no, no. All my Asians out here listening to this, don't lie to yourself. If you tell me, if you tell me that your white oh. side of the family is smooth sailing, I'm not gonna believe you. I'm gonna say you're in Nile. You're in Nile. You need to stop lying to yourself. Because I'm telling you right now, my Asian side of the family also not. Completely smooth sailing. I can tell you, actually, at least they're not me. racist. N- not racist, <laughs> and they and they love me. Oh, and yeah. they talk to me, and I mm. whenever I go China to visit them, I feel safe. I can talk yeah. to them whenever. I can go out with them. They take, they pay, like they love me. They really do. Mm. I love them so, 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 so much. Debate, oh, there's not one person on my wife's side of the family that I can I can fully say I love. There's n- not mm. one. Like, there's genuinely mm. not one. And that says something. Because my white side of the family, there's a good 30 people down the, the family yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my, chi- my, my Asian side of the family, we've only got, like, five. Mm. I can say that I love basically all of them. Mm. So... This story yeah. that I felt very passionate about to talk about. Yes, it's like you're gonna get even more passionate because we have some edits. We have edits. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get. Ex- I'm getting excited. I do not. Know what I want to hear the edits. I'm gonna eat a Tim Tams. I see it crunching in the background. I'm just getting. <laughs> I'm getting a bit excited. All right, let's keep going. Okay. At number one. My wife has also informed me that now Sarah may be in trouble at work and she's blaming me for it. Apparently, one of her co-workers heard her rant about what happened and reported it to management. And then he said to clarify, Sarah is blaming me, though my wife is partly blaming me. Okay, wifey. Wifey, no. Wifey, no. Sarah, that's so funny. Lose your job. Um, Mm -hmm. um, edit number two so it looks like one of my wife's cousins found this post and put it on Sarah's Facebook wall going this is you right the Facebook friends are starting to comment with things like if this is you Sarah then I'm disappointed I think Sarah's still at work shit might be hitting the fan soon and now my (laughs) wife is pissed too we'll try to update but might have to delete posts if things go nuclear Okay, edit three. I was considering removing removing this post, but I just got a vo- voicemail from my father-in-law that my presence was only being tolerated up until this point, and he threatened a world of hurt if I didn't delete this post. I'm officially going to keep this post up, and if you're still reading this, Doug, I'm very disappointed in you. You're better than this. Oh, King is really going off. And then edit four, lots of stuff just went down. My wife got a call from sister-in-law. Um, Sarah started screaming slash crying at her. 
the moment my wife picked up and said that she just got demoted because of her Asian slur husband. Apparently, some of her co-workers have her on Facebook and show the post to management, which combined with her earlier rant, double whammied her back to being a line cook, and now she might get fired. My wife told her to go F herself and is now solidly on my side after taking the verbal abuse from Sarah and reading some of the comments here. My wife is still the opposite of happy, though. Two. Wife called mother-in-law and asked her what the F was going on with father-in-law. Mother-in-law was confused, so my wife played back the voicemail I had on my phone, and apparently my mother-in-law just walked away from the phone without hanging up and started screaming at my father-in-law. The Facebook post has now devolved into a cluster F. Play more with my family and friends jumping in. So, um... Suffice to say, it has officially gone nuclear. I think I'm going to have to call this a day. We'll make an update post when the dust settles. Thanks. Um, okay. Oh, then I love that. We, listen, we still have more. Um, first of all, I'm glad the wife has gotten into her senses and is fully backing. Sarah, yeah. I hope you get fired. Um, Me too. Mother-in-law is a champion. That immediate going to yell at father-in-law. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Suffice to say, it's been kind of nuts this past week. My wife and I had to turn off social media for a bit because of the shitstorm caused by her cousin putting my last post on Sarah's Facebook page. Some people even tried to call the restaurant I work at to get me fired as retribution. But luckily, everyone there is 100% on my side. Or as my my boss put it, F Sarah, F those racists, F them so goddamn much. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it didn't help them that half the calls included threats, screaming, and more racial slurs. We didn't hear any updates from her family, even though we assumed that shit hit the the fan after mother-in-law found out about father-in-law's threatening email still disappointed in you doug in brackets but that changed on sunday night when mother-in-law suddenly showed up at our door with overnight bags after we took a moment to help unpack and calm down she spilled the beans on everything apparently my mother-in-law and father-in-law were already having trouble in their marriage and it was it was only made worse when a certain 2016 presidential election She's a dem, and he had apparently gone more far right since then. Seems that the line was crossed with the Kung Pao incident and his voicemail when he refused to apologize for anything. Typical Doug. She asked for a divorce, and he went berserk. She didn't feel safe there, so she that's when she came over. You may have been or been able to tell already, but the extended family was largely arguing and divided along political lines for a few years now, and my cousin's Facebook post was likely just the light light to set off the powder keg. According to my mother-in-law, the fallout has allegedly already led to some breakups, excommunication of some family (laughs) members, and even an argument that ended with police involvement. I haven't verified this myself, though. Um, listen... According to my mother-in-law, Sarah came over to her place on Friday. The writing was on the wall and she was basically forced to quit, despite her trying to start from scratch as a line cook. The entire staff turned against (laughs) her. Nothing was coming back from the pit for her and she was getting the cold shoulder. She's a great chef, I will admit this is true, but they took no chances since it turns out, shit you not, they're partly 
owned by they're partly owned by a Chinese investment company. Oh. <laughs> Sarah deserves <laughs> everything. Gosh, okay. I found this hard to believe and didn't want to add this detail, but it turned out to be true after some research. Word also got around in the local industry and Sarah's essentially blacklisted from high-end establishments. She's now <laughs> considering selling her home and moving to find work. As much as I don't like her and found her behaviour horrifying, I didn't intend for this to happen, so I've reached out to some buds in other states to see if they had any openings. Whether or not she wants to take it is up to her. And now she's not apologized for every for anything either. But I still want to be a decent person. Um, oh. It sure as hell doesn't feel like a ha- like a happy ending. Perhaps bittersweet justice. That's all I can give you. Thank you all for your support and for reading. Oh man, Rippy, I've we've we've become like friends. Like, yeah, Sarah. I'm so sorry. Generalization of all Sarahs. But all Sarah's. <laughs> Stop. Every no, Stop. <laughs> no. Hold on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna co- turn it down a bit. But Sarah in particular, you suck. suck. Sarah, okay. suck. In the in the Discord chat, I'm gonna pop in a GIF that <laughs> Op said that he feels <laughs> he feels like. Oh. <laughs> Um. <laughs> okay, for a description, it's a part of the Caribbean scene, I think. Some sort I don't of know. Scene. Some sort of pirate scene, and, and it's this limited. guy going down, down to the deck of the ship, <laughs> and there's just everything's blowing up in slow motion around him, and he's unbothered. <laughs> and it's in slow, yeah, and he's he, and he's just he's just looking around. He's smiling. Is he smiling? Oh no. oh no! Oh, and there's fire in the background. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. That's a yeah. That's super so, Opie, I am so happy. He's such a good person. No, Reaching out literally. to his to his mates in the industry and asking them if they have job spots. Yeah, available. I know. Yes. Yeah. So um, nice. I would honest. This could be a Netflix show. Like, I would watch this. Yeah, I would watch I would, this. Oh like, my, I would watch it, and I would love it. Like, yeah. She got like, everything she deserved. Mother-in-law's getting divorced, sister-in-law lost her job. The fact that her restaurant is owned by a Chinese company, <laughs> oh, that really took it, took the cake for me. Yeah, no, because that's so funny. Like, how do you even... Like... The karma. Oh, asking for it. The karma. Oh, that's hilarious. And she has no one to blame but herself. Mm-hmm. So first of all, why were you talking about it at work? You know. Yeah, like then, you, can't, you can't expect everyone to be like. Can't can't expect, expect, you literally listen, can't expect it. This is my problems with racists. Okay, not only is they are they racist, but more than likely they're dumb okay and i don't like people that struggle in two areas like that <laughs> so true so true it's just it, it's just i don't fathom it <laughs> how are you this stupid yes like oh my god and when when in the edit where it was like oh um there was like family troubles and like fights and stuff yeah honestly 
so OP. You you did that. You, you did that. You did you that. You opened conversations. You mm-hmm. made your wife's family like deal with their trauma. He's a catalyst for change. Good change. Honestly, yes. I think. Listen, the, for the I could write a great comparative analytical essay on About OP this. Oh, and no, rebellion. Me... <laughs> I could. No, me too. Oh, we'd get A pluses. Oh. A pluses. A pluses. Yes. This, yeah. is, this is the type of stuff I'd love to learn in school. Honestly. Like an um, actual like conversation. Let's an not... actual conversation about real world issues. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. I think that is. The, I think I chose the best story to end on. I'm so glad I didn't read that before because it was like raw reactions. Raw reaction. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Just key things from this takeaway. Of this takeaway. Key things from this episode to take away. Um, now nah, I'll give you give, give you a little time to think while I while I say mine. I think mine is be the champion for your people of color friends. Be the one who stands up for them, who makes that change, who doesn't let things slide. Be that person for them because you know they need it. They've gone. They've most likely gone through some very traumatic things in their past and they kind of need someone to stand up for them so be that person mm-hmm. completely agree with what you just said mm. and I'm trying to word it I'm probably going to do a bit of a spew but I'm going to try and be quick yes um, basically just, just don't be dumb don't be dumb don't <laughs> Open your eyes. <laughs> like, it's really, like, oh there's gosh. not much else to say to it. No, like, I understand. I get it. So that's 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 it, guys. Open that's your eyes. It. Open your eyes. Don't be Ooh. ignorant, is yeah. I think what we're trying you to just say. Just see for a second. If not, like, you should give, like, 10% off, like, vouchers to, like, spectators. <laughs> because it is, something is not working you need to self-reflect and you need to see why that's not working. Yes. Yeah, I think that's Um, all I have to say. I feel like we will probably do another racism episode sometime (laughs) in the future just because that's one of our favourite topics to talk about. Mm -hmm. Anyway, guys, this has been the first episode of Uneducated Takes. I hope you all enjoyed listening to us us rant. I hope it was very interesting. And yes, come back next week for another episode. Goodbye from both of us. Bye.